0: Not your ordinary Monday. Hello, Monday. It's Reaction Monday. Hashtag MSW. Bring back to the weekend. Hello, Monday. All right. So one thing is clear, guys. One thing is clear. Many of our households, irrespective of colour, I mean, we all grew up loving the beautiful game of boxing. Certainly, an unsung sport that has got a fabric knitted in terms of our culture. You can't deny that. Wherever you are, wherever you've grown up, that has been it. I mean, it's been deeply in our culture and in our background. Yet one I don't know, I mean forever unexplainable reason, media and everybody has reported on this, but it remains unpopular and underrated sport in our country. Is it by design? I don't know. And can you imagine just how massive the sport would be if it got the kind of support it deserves? Can you imagine where our boxes would be? if they got the right kind of backing and lucrative sponsorship deals. I mean, they'll be global superstars. Why, even with such a rich history, is boxing still given so little respect in this country? Let's delve a little bit deeper, though, into this and with renowned trainer,
1: mentor, uh, Colin Nathan. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the show. Viva, Robert. Thanks for having me on your platform. It's, uh, your studio is amazing. It's great to be here. Good to have you here, man. Thank you. I know you've come back from a very disappointing loss. Crushing, but yeah. it's, it's part of the sport. You know, it's disappointment. It happens. It's life. And, you know, if you're not prepared to deal with the consequences of boxing and getting caught with a horrible punch at the wrong time and making a mistake, you know, we shouldn't be in the sport, but it happens yeah. and, um, you know, we're picking up the pieces and, uh will rebuild Sivanati Shinga again to become champion of the world. There's no doubt. Noma Ganjani.
0: Yeah, I think he is. I mean, that kid having so many conversations with him, it's not the end. And yes, like you say, he got the knock. It could have taken down anybody. But let's get back to the business of the day because boxing, we needed to survive. You needed to survive. We all do. We all loved it. We used to wake up in the wee hours of the morning. That's what growing up was all about. It was about boxing. The state of it. I mean, you've been very critical of how boxing
1: is, is run in
0: this country. What is the
1: problem? I think if you look at it, right, the most important aspect of boxing is the boxer. Yeah. And if you look administratively, in this country, there are, there's a commission that is supposed to do two things in South African boxing, which is governed by the Act of Parliament, right? Mm-hmm. One is administratively. Two is to protect the fighter, right? Now, I don't think either are being covered. And why do I say that? If you look at this year alone, there have been so many cancellations of tournaments. Fighters, please listen to me carefully, mm-hmm. Cutting weight, been told a day before that the fight's off. Fighters going to a venue in Sun City, not being told that the fight's not going to take place, haven't eaten for two or three days, get to this, ev- in this event to be told it's cancelled. Reasons? There's no money in the bank. The commission's not following the act. The act is clear. Yeah. The, the, the 2001 Act says 30 days prior. It's been amended to 14 days prior. And I still think 30 days should be the correct One. number yeah. because to let a fighter down a day before on the day of the weigh-in, I think what's happening is that, that they are not following procedure. Now, there's also a situation of there's a letter of guarantee from the department saying oh, they will finish mm-hmm. the fight card and the fight purses. But that's not covered in the act, Robert. The act is clear. It doesn't say anything about government or uh, provincial departments paying for an event. The money has to be in the bank. If there's no money, legally the fight can't happen. But that's those rules are being flouted. But then where does the money end up? Because if there It eventually gets paid, Robert, right? And I was listening to the, the Portfolio Committee for Parliament yeah. on Friday... And basically, um, the former acting CEO whose uh, term ended last last week on the 11th of November was saying that, you know, normally the payment happens within seven days. And that's the, the norm. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, no, people need to be patient on two weeks and three weeks getting paid. Now, let me ask you this question. That person in question, if you had to tell him that his salary was getting kicked back by three weeks. How do you feel? Do you go to the spur with your family and say to the GM of the spur, uh, I'll be paying you in three weeks' time? You're immediately. to pay immediately. Well, exactly. Yeah. Fighters are less fortunate than most. We're dealing with a, fi- with a sport that generally the fighters come from disadvantaged backgrounds and they need that money. Sure. And it's all about the fighter coming first. Why do they have to wait two, three weeks for a payment? It's just ridiculous.
0: But has it always been like that? No. So when did it change? When did it change to this like a daisical way of doing things? And yeah, it will get there eventually sometime, somewhere.
1: There have always been isolated problems with regards to payments. Yeah. But the former acting CEO, Cindy Gormo, and the CEO before the Cholofelo Lojaka, this never would have happened. This never would have happened. So it's an admin problem. Correct. As I said to you, administratively, the commission's there for two reasons. Yeah, yeah. One, administratively, to make sure everything's in check, and two, to protect the fighter. Now, you telling me when a fighter gets into the ring, after he or she wins, has to wait three weeks for a payment. Is that fair? So you have an acting CEO whose term has come F- to an end. Correct. So then, what happens? Because so here's another twist to what's been going on, right? We had an ops director, Mr. Mandler, Mm -hmm. and he basically, there was an issue when Sivanati defended his championship successfully in East London that there was a miscalculation in the scores for a title fight that happened, two females, and the result was changed uh, three days later. The fight supervisor, which was his second offense happening in this this type of scenario with a, a score being added up incorrectly. And also, sorry, excuse me, a drawn decision with Jackson Chalk here, I believe it was last year or the year before, where it was draw, a drawn decision, majority drawn, and they crowned a new champion on a majority draw. And anyway, so it was a second offense that this PM did, the provincial manager did. And I like him. It's nothing personal, but it's business. We talk about boxing business now. And he never got suspended but Mandler, who was the ops director, did because it was his... No, he wasn't the fight supervisor. So he gets suspended, right? And the provincial manager is not suspended. But who sanctions these
0: suspensions? Well, that's a very good question. Okay, let's answer it after this. Marawa Sports Worldwide on 947. Zuma FM, Rise FM, and to Live. Are you ready? MSW. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. Africa. Cup, League, semi-finals. Benza South Africa. Iu, uguni, 2023 Let there be a day of prayer according to that WhatsApp voice note saying that South Africans are doing so well as far as the sporting front is concerned. Are we? Hey Lots of voice notes directed towards Mamelodi Sundowns ladies We're not ignoring them. Trust me we are just packaging them because tomorrow they're going to be arriving back in the country and we will have them here it's, it's it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe what they keep doing and reinventing themselves. So join us in that celebration tomorrow. We'll include a lot of these WhatsApp voice notes that are coming through us. Even on the YouTube channel, a lot of those are coming through. But it's also important for us to try and fix boxing. I think what Colin Nathan is really dishing out here is very disturbing. And um, I don't think any organization would want that if you are an organization that prides itself or takes itself seriously and wants to even grow further. I get a sense, Colin, that some of these things that happen at the AGMs, uh, are
1: are, are the books being cooked? Good question on that, right? So last year's um, AG reports on the financial spending was local travel 1.2 million rand. Mm -hmm. This year, 5.5 million rand. Now, you looking at me and I can see your eyes bulging and it's, how do you justify that? And I was reading a piece in the Sowetan today that it was claimed that over 100 100 promoters had to go to a, a conference. Now, 100 promoters, we don't have nearly close on. Let's just say we did 100 of those promoters, right? Yeah. Did a show there would be 100 shows for the year. Let's just say one show a year. Yeah. So it's 100. Tra- we're not having close on that. So how do you justify that? And that's just a BS excuse. 100 promoters. 466,000 Rand a month on local, local travel. Now, now, what's going on? The boxing awards, which I sent to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For the event, 964,000 Rand on an event manager. Where's the money going to? Who's the event manager? Was the tender process to, now, to, to to manage what the awards themselves? So the awards. Now the fighters who got fighter of the year and female fighter of the year each got fifty grand each, but an event manager gets nine hundred sixty-three or 64,000 Co- yeah, eighty-four cents. Co- well, yeah. Mm. So how do you justify that, Robert? And and unfortunately, listening to the portfolio committee. Um, the, the session on Friday, they seem to think they there's no accountability and they've done a good job and they avoided all the questions. They weren't to the point. Yeah. I believe they weren't being honest and they just avoided the questions. But then where were the people to to give researched
0: counter... Questions, because that is what they're there for. They're there for accountability. So if you're saying that the event manager is getting 964,000 rand, the production itself costing 435. So the one person gets more than the actual entire event. How but, does that but, work? But that's what I'm saying to you. It's, it's,
1: you know, it's like believing in the tooth fairy and, and making the tooth fairy pregnant. I mean, it's like you can't make this stuff up. And you're just shaking your head. But I've been doing this now for a year, Robert. I've been shaking my head now for a year. Yeah. And I'm just looking at all these decisions. There's no accountability. And at the end of the day, you know suffering the most is the fighter. Mm. And that's why I'm so angry. Because, yes, i made money. I've made a good living out of boxing. Sure. But I've also made millionaires. And I get my fighters the best deals. And I'm proud of that fact. But I always put my athlete first. Mm. And I think somewhere along the lines... That motive has been lost. And and you look at... And then there was training. Then there was training. And if you didn't go for training, you, would be, you wouldn't be licensed. And who was giving the training? Guys who were not qualified to give training. Training seminars. And then you had to be tested on it. And if you didn't pass, you wouldn't get your, you wouldn't get your license. And I licensed in Japan because I think you might have seen that. Yeah, I've got a dual license. Correct. Just in case. Because some of my friends got suspended... For no reason, because they were talking, they were outspoken on social media about the boxing awards, that they could have been rigged. Then they get suspended. And they got suspended. Who suspends them? The acting CEO at the time. On what grounds? Well, that's the thing. I have a friend in Cape Town, Devin Kyrie, who's been very outspoken. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't even know if he's suspended or not. But you've
0: got to be suspended for what? For being outspoken about your own sport that you love so much? Correct. 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 By an acting CEO, why weren't they a permanent CEO? Yeah, I mean,
1: you, you know, you're asking me questions that I wish I could answer. I wish I could answer. Well, what's but the boxing fraternity saying? Though? They they are up in arms, and they just don't have the ball sack to come here and talk. And I am, and I'm just waiting for the repercussions because they must bring it. I've got a great attorney. Um, I'm ready. The and, minister and, and of sport. Have you spoken to him? Is he? I I I have. I'm hoping he listens to this. I'm hoping he listens to this interview. Mm. And I'm begging him to try and fix the sport because it's in tatters. It's, it's in pieces. We, we need a new look. And the damage that the outgoing board has caused, along with the acting CEO, and there's one or two other people behind the scenes, and we all know who we're talking about, yeah. Mm. And I hope to God that they never, ever f- put foot in a boxing tournament ever again. But because who's going to
0: be able to clean this up? Because they haven't the been sports able minister. to. The minister. The sport, he's the only one right now who right can. Right
1: now, he's got the power to make the sport right, to do right by the sports.
0: Let me ask you a very simple question. Should there be a commission of inquiry? Absolutely, 110%. That, that, that must start immediately. Correct. We've seen it happen in cricket. And boxing in, uh, should, should, yeah. it should happen in boxing too. Be- because in, in the same way that so many fighters, especially in the Eastern Cape or anywhere around the country, are, are struggling. We speak to them on a regular basis, might not be on air, but they are yearning, they are dying. In the year, they don't even get a bout. They don't
1: even get to but, fight. But, and that's that's another point that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart. The acting CEO got 1.5 million rand for his salary um, in the last fight, from this recent financial report. Fighters entry level got 4,000 rand a fight. And they fight twice a year if they're lucky. Plus, they got to pay for medicals and they pay 25% to the trainers and managers. So 25% off of that. I mean, and you're talking about guys who just simply don't care. And they start doing all these women in sports Mm. uh, programs, and it's a flop because fighters are getting paid only three weeks after their fights. And what's going to happen? Without fighters, Rob, I wouldn't be sitting here. If I didn't train the athletes that I trained, Mm. no one would care about me. You wouldn't even entertain me being in your studio. But I have a voice and I'm fighting for those fighters because you know what? Christmas is going to come and all those guys who let those fighters down, right? I want them, hopefully they'll listen because the recordings, the podcast is going to go out and they're going to listen to this. And I hope when Christmas comes, when they're with their families, eating nicely and sleeping warm, that they think about the fighters that they've let down by cancelling tournaments the day of the weigh-in, a week before the weigh-in. Fighters that never got paid for two, three weeks. I want them to think about those fighters over the festive season because those are the fighters that employed these people and kept them in jobs.
0: Why were they saying that female and male box of the year got
1: 100,000 rand in, in the 50,000 rand each. They got 50 grand each. But the event manager got close to million rand, as we've just discussed. yeah, yeah. yeah. How does it make sense,
0: Rob? And a public relations officer gets 36,000. For what? Branding items got 135 items. Ground transport got 87,000. And I went,
1: I got transported in in that transport. There There were combis. How do you justify that spend? Where?
0: A normal taxi combi? Correct. And that's the transport that they're talking about. Correct. Whoever the MCs were got 112,500 Rand. Uh, The trophies and awards were of a cost of 260,000 Rand. The deco, eh? I'm sure it was collapsed at the end of the event, got 300,000 Rand. Can you justify those figures? Well, I can't. I'm failing to because when I got got them a couple of weeks ago, I, I couldn't believe... And that is why we needed to have it come through from you. Because an event cost of 3.2 million rand at the Chief Albert Lutuli, ICC in Durban. I remember you coming out of that
1: fuming. I was, I, since I've been so angry, I've been so angry about what's been going on in South yeah. African boxing. And I'd like to think I'm an ambassador when I travel overseas. Win or lose or draw. Mm. Um, I love this sport with all my heart, and I love the fighters with all my heart. And they, are the fi- and they are the people who are getting screwed. And it's just shocking, and something needs to be done about it. And even when these people go, they still need to be accounted for what they've done. The damage that they've done in this sport this year alone is just disgraceful. You're still with the SABC in any way? Correct. I am. And I, I wonder if my job's on the line because of this interview. Why would it be on the line? Well, they've signed an MOU with Boxing South Africa to do to do events. And I just hope that... But does it does it exclude a
0: person of your calibre speaking openly no, to try it, it shouldn't. and it improve sh- boxing and, sh- and bring awareness to what you're telling us right now? Because if your voice wasn't there, we would be going on and on and on with the sport that is just slowly, well, not slowly, rapidly dying.
1: Exactly. and And... I thought about coming here. I've thought about coming here for a long time. As yeah. you know, we've been chatting for a few weeks now and I wanted to get certain things out the way. But I'm still angry. And I, I still feel that if I didn't do this interview and if I, didn't, if I wasn't outspoken the way I am, nothing would be done. Nothing would be said. Mm-hmm. And if I just listened to the interviews for the portfolio committee on Friday, n- there's no accountability. But why are you having? Okay, acting CEO is leaving. He's gone. Legally, he's gone. From what I've seen,
0: who are you expecting to come into the portfolio? Hopefully, not as an acting person, but on a full-time basis. So,
1: Madler hasn't been charged. There's a 60-day window period for him to be charged. It's now been 90 days, so surely he gets his job back. And because he's ops director, and his job was per- permanent, mm-hmm. he should be the next in line to be acting CEO. So in theory, legally, if you asked me, and I'm not a lawyer, oh, mind you, you're a lawyer, so maybe you know Rob, surely his job should be back in position and he should be acting CEO until the minister appoints someone. What he hasn't he? been charged. Legally, he hasn't been charged. So he, he has... Been sitting at home twiddling his thumbs, waiting for a charge sheet. It's never come. The acting CEO but is not still gone. still getting paid. I, I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah. But surely now he should come back into office... And he should come in as acting CEO.
0: Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture um, is is the one person that, as you say, you hope he's listening. I don't know if he's back from Russia. He had to go to Russia on on, on work. Um, We will follow this up, Colin, because it is that serious. I think if people were misleading parliament, that in itself is serious. It's an indictment. You're not supposed to do that. That accountability has seen many a politician fall on the sword, falling out of favor, having to leave the positions that they're in. But you you cannot. I mean, the uh, Parliament's there to make people account. And if you're going to be misleading, misinforming us as the public via that tool, then something drastic has to happen. Something has to give at some point. Just your final comments. I mean, as we head into this, and we'll follow it up with the minister, and um, we'll bring it back onto the table here. And if anybody else wants to come in and counter all of that that you've said, again, we've got to... Extremely, what, how many microphones will open a, a, a proper debate and we bring it here because we all want boxing to thrive. We've seen it when it's run properly, what we can get, what the public broadcaster can get in terms of fights, what Randberg as well, Supersport, can get in terms of
1: fights. And we're not getting that right now. My closing point is my wish for next year yeah. and the new board and whoever the new CEO is going to be is to put the fighter first. To remember... The main person of the sport is always the fighter. Mm. And I've said it in interviews previously, I'm going to say it now. The rest of us are just part of the cost. The athlete needs to come first. Without a boxer, no one is employed. And I think that's my message, that the fighter is the most pivotal and most respected person mm. and athlete in the sport of boxing. Because without the athlete, we don't have the sport.
0: Colin Nathan calling for a commission of inquiry from the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture saying that uh, boxing, sadly, is on its knees. We'll take your comments and a whole lot more. Colin, I want to thank you so much indeed. We will have a follow-up soon.
1: Thank you.